0: You're listening to the Wonderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wiping, and non monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories, as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people, and of course, our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now, Let's get into the episode. G'day, guys, and welcome to episode one hundred and fifty-seven, the BDSM foursome and Le Club L in Montreal review. How's it going, Daryl?
1: I'm doing all right. You doing all right? Got a dog on my lap.
0: Got a little Penny mascot on your lap.
1: Yep, she's going all right.
0: Yeah. So we've been away for quite a few weeks, and then we had a few weeks off here on hiatus in the Netherlands, and just getting back into it now, but we're going to talk about our time in Montreal, and we're going to talk about some of the travel that we actually had in Canada. So today, of course, I have to do a cultural tidbit first. My cultural tidbit is interesting laws in Canada.
1: Don't eat yellow snow.
0: As of 2005, Supreme Court ruling that swingers clubs or clubs that allow group sex and partner swapping do not harm Canadian society and shouldn't be considered criminal.
1: Why would they be considered criminal?
0: Well, talk to Thailand about that, talk to Indonesia, talk to Vietnam, talk to Cambodia about that. They're illegal there.
1: Yeah, but so like swinging in general? Yeah. Was that 2005 that that's when... 2005. Only then did, did swinging become legal or was it just the...
0: I guess the swingers clubs or clubs that allow group sex and partner swapping. Got it. So more of a business rather than just a, you know, swinging online. All right, so let's talk about part one, which was visiting Honey Spoon in their house. Now interesting in today's episode we're actually going to I'm going to cut and dice in some audio from Honey Spoon themselves. So they recorded a bit of a snapshot in their hot tub after we left and they sent it to us and they told us feel free to use this wherever you like. So I'm gonna cut and edit that into today's podcast. So thanks to the Honey Spoons for supplying that.
1: They didn't just supply that.
0: They didn't just supply it. No. Okay Not
1: just that. They supplied many things.
0: They supplied many things like Shakuda et etc.
1: Yes, um, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, Shakira.
0: So we stayed in their home.
1: I mean, shit house. It needs another story. <laughs> yeah,
0: it needs <laughs> at least another story. <laughs> they they arranged for us to head out to dinner with their friends, which yeah? to me shows a lot of trust. For me, like when you are introducing one set of friends <laughs> to another friend set of friends. Fuck
1: it, else more worris- worrisome that they show a lot of trust in me. That's my point. Yeah,
0: like you could have really ruined their friendships, and you know. To bring yeah. you along,
1: right? Well, yeah, I mean, Tuesday and all.
0: So what do you think about meeting their friends? Like, what was the evening like? How did you feel about it?
1: It was awesome. Um, it's it's always really nice to catch up with people who are friends of friends because typically if you like the people, you like their friends.
0: That's true, yeah. Mm.
1: So, no, it was lovely. Interesting group, interesting eightsome. Yep. Which, I don't know, is that like, are we talking about a like a yeah, group, sex, group sex group? Dinner or group, not sex dinner.
0: A gaggle of swingers at a restaurant.
1: We need to come up with a group noun for swingers.
0: We do. If anyone has any ideas on group nouns for swingers, feel free to send them on through.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Canadians continue to prove that all Canadians are sexy. Yeah. Now fuck having them. been to Canada, so before before we'd been to Canada, we were like, wait a second, we're sensing a trend. Every time we meet a new Canadian, it's like they're so lovely and they're so sexy. And now that we've been to Canada, trend confirmed.
1: Yeah, I think, well, certainly with with those particular friends. (laughs) There is a group noun for swingers. Oh, is there? It's a fucking great one. What is it? I'm so happy I I Googled that. What is it? It's called a bed of swingers. Oh,
0: my God. That is actually great.
1: Yeah, bed of swingers. That is great. I love it. It was a a table of a bed. Yeah. It was a table of a bed. Cool. It's the fucking best thing ever.
0: (laughs) It is good. I like that. Yeah, any other uh, thoughts on like visiting the Honeyspoons in their house before we move on to the next section?
1: House was awesome. People were lovely. Dinner was great. Da da
0: Yeah, sweet as. <laughs> <laughs> great to have you here on the show, Daryl. Thanks so
1: much. I mean, hang on. Did you, you didn't speak about the big hairy beast that was in the house.
0: Yeah, we have got to finally meet their dog. And if you have been listening to us for any amount of time, you know that we are massive animal lovers great to meet their family member and uh you know we bought a little present because uh, you can't turn up to somebody's house without buying a present for their animals that's just the golden rule number one right <laughs> fuck the humans in the house but you know here's a present for your
1: <coughs> maybe even literally
0: <laughs> let's talk about getting freaky in the airbnb so we ended up so we're not going to talk about the house anymore no we're done with the house bro. no what about the friends the friends, they're great. They are great. I agree. They're all coming to Miami too, so I actually get to see them again. Ah, fuck you, man. Yeah. So they're all uh, all coming down from, from Canada and escaping and coming to, to Miami. So I get to see them all again.
1: I get to sit at home.
0: Suck a dick. <laughs> no, I don't
1: get to do that. You might get to do that.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about the Airbnb. So we drove to Montreal.
1: First, I think we need to talk about something else. What's that? The issue that we had whilst driving, the ridiculousness. Of needing to... Oh, oh. You've forgotten all about it. I haven't. I mean, Canada, just put in a fucking roadside service station. Yeah. Just anywhere. I mean, <laughs> just anywhere in the entire country. Yeah,
0: so before we got to the Honeyspoons, we went to Toronto, which we'll talk about in another episode. We went to Niagara Falls. We did some vineyards. And then we drove the, what, five and a half, six hours to the Honeyspoons house. Yeah. Which isn't that far, actually. And we were thinking, like, oh, great, we'll get to see some five Canada. Hours. It was supposed to be five hours. It was supposed to be
1: five or six. It took us longer because we had to... Fucking disappear off the main highway six times. Yeah. To try and find somewhere to fill up the car.
0: Yeah, it was getting pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, I was sending I was sending uh one hour actually I wasn't sending them, I was collecting hour by hour by hour video snapshots uh, as we were progressing our way to their house. But uh, yeah, it was it was a nice drive, beautiful countryside, but um I mean whack a servo just off I mean, the highway, it's not hard, man.
1: Fuckers need a snack. <laughs> yeah. I mean and you can were so I say, pissed. You were so pissed well, we had I no look, chips. I mean the, the the person in the passenger seat, front passenger seat, what are their duties? Music. Yeah. And food. Uh-huh. Water.
0: Hey, you want to talk about some uh, sex?
1: Yeah, but I mean this drive's really interesting. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> deeply engaged with this, thinking, holy shit, tell us more about the drive. <laughs> okay. So we are in a hot
2: tub. Sunday evening just reflecting on our sexy weekend. We had Kate and Daryl here, after spending a week with them in Hito and some other friends, we had them come to visit us in Ottawa.
3: Their first time in Canada.
2: Their first time in Canada. We were lucky enough for them to grace us with their presence, and they came to visit us for a couple days, which was amazing, and we headed to Montreal for one night before they had to head off from Montreal to New York City. Before we get started, how are you feeling? I'm tired. <laughs> But are you horny? Because I'm super horny.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired and horny.
2: (laughs) Are you more horny than tired?
3: (laughs) I'm not sure anymore. They're not really the same scale.
2: (laughs) Our time with uh, Kate and Daryl here, what are your
3: thoughts? Uh, Well, I'm glad they got to see the Prime minister. I'm joking.
2: They didn't (laughs) see (laughs) JD?
3: I'm glad they got to see a little bit of the city. I'm glad we had some quality time with wine. A lot of wine. So that was fun.
2: Like a significant amount of wine. Yeah, so the first night they were here for two nights. So, first night, lots of wine, just catching up, charcuterie, our
3: meat do- pie. Our dog loves them, and our dog oh my doesn't love everybody. And so, the fact that our dog loved Kate and Daryl is a
2: like, really good sign. Them. Of and they brought people. a really nice gift for her as well, yeah. which is really sweet of them to do. They're just really, really sweet people. They brought us lots of nice wine and ciders and all of that so yeah and then the second night they were here we had an opportunity to take them out for dinner at our favorite restaurant in ottawa but also um, give them an opportunity to meet a few of our friends
3: our local friends our lifestyle local friends not our vanilla friends because our vanilla friends suck
2: (laughs) (laughs) so that dinner went well what do you think
3: yeah, it was great. I mean, um, everyone was chatty, everyone really connected, the friend group, both both other couples listened to their podcast, so they knew about them, had a lot of questions for them. Turns out both those couples now are going to Yeah, PCAP in, uh, in October. I'm so excited. Awesome. I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, so uh, wonderful dinner.
0: So we hired an Airbnb in Montreal and the night before at their house we'd kind of discussed our intentions for play. And mister Honeyspoon shared, I guess, a some fantasy and some Sexual interest that Mrs. isn't he Honey's just spoon?
1: spoon like there's honey and spoon. Isn't no,
0: there? that's not how they do it. I feel like that's how it should be. You want to do it? that's how it's gonna be. Well, can he be the honey and she be the spoon? Just no, just that's weird. Break the gender roles that you're you know pushing onto them. Why is that a gender role? I, I don't know. I feel like honey. Why is honey? Is...
1: Why is honey gender? Where's the gender in honey? I
0: don't know. I just feel like that's such a female. Anyway, For those let's those of on. you
1: out there who identify as honey, can you help us understand if uh, wh- where it fits on the spectrum?
0: Yeah. So we had discussed the interest to play and, I guess, some sexual fantasies or sexual interests the night before.
2: So leading up to Montreal, we we came home that night. We We opened up a bottle of champagne. We were just chatting. And we sort of addressed the elephant in the room, which was the fact that we have known each other for two and a half years, most of it being quite virtual, and we have not broached the...
3: Except for events, yeah.
2: Except for events. We had not really broached the, you know, the intimacy, you know, transition, which I think everybody struggles with. The concept of, we all want to be intentional, we all want to do this, let's have a conversation about how this is going to happen before we run out of time, and then we are in different countries across the world from one another, and we're still not intimate. Yes, and while
3: we were in our house, there wasn't complexities, it didn't allow that to happen. Correct. <laughs> so, since we're going to Airbnb in Montreal, it meant for a little more opportunity, let's say.
2: Yeah. So I'll say the first thing I'll say is I was really uh, impressed by both Kate and Daryl for talking about it. I felt the need to take them to Montreal and entertain them and show them, you know, old Montreal and do all of that. And I was really happy that they said, you know what, we're here to see you guys and we want to spend time together. So we really had a real conversation about, you know, we don't need to do all these things. Let's just go to Montreal and get sexy which I thought was like a pro move
3: yeah I had to throw out my eight hour tour plan that I had developed over (laughs) two weeks all the sites within eight hours it was quite comprehensive but I didn't mention that
2: yeah you know it's fine it's okay
0: And so then we roll into this Airbnb, kind of get ourselves situated. What did you do? What did we all do? We did what, a Daryl? A, a freshen up, right? No. Yeah, we did a freshen up.
1: <laughs> Didn't do any of that shit.
0: So basically what happened was we we all decided that, okay, we were, getting, we were driving, we went out, we got all the wine. And we're back to driving. Should we talk more about the driving? And then we all freshened up and went and had showers and got into some laundry. Hang on, hang on. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. A shower is not a freshen up. A shower is like a freshen up plus. Freshen up XL.
0: Yeah, like like if you were gonna freshen up and then if you're gonna go like freshen up platinum. Yeah, but that that's a shower. But that
1: <laughs> this whole freshen up thing. This is what regular this is what regular Yeah, but it's not a freshen up when you take a shower. It's just a fucking shower. <laughs> so let's not give two the two names to one thing. Yeah, it is. I'm going for a shower now.
0: So we didn't waste time. We decided we're gonna cancel dinner because they were originally thinking about going out for dinner and we're like, let's just not do that and let's just cancel dinner. Bless them. I think they were trying to arrange Like, hey, you've come all this way. We definitely want to show you some of the sights and some of the city and stuff like that. And we were like, no. We had other sights in
1: mind. Certainly I did.
0: How about we don't do any of that, right? And how about we just cancel dinner? So we got on our lingerie and, you know, it's funny. It's not funny
1: when you're in your lingerie. It's actually quite sexy. When we're
0: packing the car, they had like four bags. And I was like, Jesus, guys, you're going for like one day. You've got almost as much luggage as we've had for two weeks away. Yeah. I know now why. is because they packed like lights and music and – Bed stuff and sex toys and lingerie and like basically this whole assortment. So when and wine and wine. They also brought wine. They bought all the wines.
1: I mean, th- these these fuckers. They got their shit. They got their organized. shit sorted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that room. I felt like I was walking into a,
0: a middle middle eighties
1: disco tech. Oh know? Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I felt like I should have thrown on a moustache mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. being in there.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it was a really, really sexy environment that they'd kind of set up. So, I understand now why they had so much goddamn luggage is because they were carting all of that with them. Yeah, (laughs)
1: especially given that, you know, one of them's them's quite wee. Yeah. To coin a Scottish-ism. She's not, you know, like, I, I figured two of her shoes would fit inside one of my shoes. I'm enjoying. this. I mean, I'm going to keep you away from this sex story as long as I can. It seems to be riling. I can see your it's eyeballs me starting so to,
0: mad, <laughs> starting to twitch. It's and awesome. and and I like, uh, yeah, it's making me very. Furious. Okay, okay, okay. So let's get back to the sex. So it started with you flogging Mrs. Honeyspoon. So can you run us through that?
1: Yes, that was a pause just to see Kate rile up again. So. So yeah, I mean, um I may have actually just taken over a little because there was already some flogging going on from Mr. Honeyspoon. There was some light some light whipping, flogging, light flogging with something that was um I don't know, relatively sturdy, I would say. But uh I was surprised. I didn't realize uh how much she actually enjoyed a reasonably firm yeah flog which was uh which was quite cool. So yeah, I mean I'm not the best at it. I've had some instruction, I suppose. From You've had a crack at it? From, yeah, from the law, for those of you, there's a fucking throwback. Yeah. A long time ago. So it was, um yeah, it was really cool to see her reactions to that.
0: Yeah, when you started flogging her, I, I heard her say you're at about a four. <laughs> I know. And interestingly <laughs> enough, the same thing happened actually, and we'll be talking about our trip to hedonism in a future episode – But I actually gave her a bit of a flog in Hedo one night and she was like, oh, that's like a four. And I was like, okay, well, it's interesting how different people approach different things, right? And so I remember at one point she said to you, ah, that's about a four and you went firmer with her. And that's when she really started actually enjoying it and was telling you, you know, harder and how she how much she was, she was enjoying it. So that was really interesting to see because everybody's levels are so vastly different, right? And when somebody does- Yeah, for
1: you, that's like a 10.
0: Yeah, for me, that would have been way, you know, too much for me. Um When she was at a four, I probably would have been at maybe like a six or a seven, you know. Um, so it's just interesting and it's always something to be mindful of if you're going to be doing those kinds of things with- your lifestyle friends is that everybody is so different in that regard that like just don't start at your four because it could be somebody else's eight, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But that was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun.
0: I was just standing back in my lingerie drinking wine watching the whole thing unfold. So
1: pretty standard, K. Pretty standard, Kate. Except normally there's no lingerie. Yeah. Just standing back with your glass of wine.
0: Now before this we had actually – Which you didn't bring. I'm it. No, I didn't bring. Uh, thanks, Mr. Honeyspoon. We we actually had tried to find a spreader bar. So the night before when we were talking about the potential of this kind of play, we talked about a, a spreader bar and so we went to three different stores in the Gaberhood where we were staying in Montreal and none of them had spreader bars. We did try. went to like three different stores and, um, alas, no no spreader bars to be had at any of the stores. A hell of a lot of like handmade leather craft items, which were great, um, a lot of chaps.
1: Lots of really cool things, actually.
0: Yeah, lots of cool things, but no if spread was. If you miles. want good
1: underwear as a man, oh yeah, like go to a, the yeah. attractive underwear. It's still not manjare. I, I don't still haven't found any. Mm-hmm. But if you want if you want good underwear, yep, go to a a gay man dedicated store. Yeah, that's where the shits at. That's where it's at. Fuck yeah.
0: It was yeah. There was a lot of things in there actually, and there was even hats. At all. anyway, getting off topic. No,
1: no, let's stay on the other stuff. Should we talk about driving again?
0: No. so we were fulfilling some fantasies of mrs honey spoon so you were whipping her for a while she was really getting into that and then she took her lingerie off which to be fair wasn't exactly a significant amount of lingerie anyway No,
1: but it adds a little tantalization
0: yeah it does yeah and so she takes that off and mr honey spoon ridiculously attractive woman by the way beautiful woman inside and out Laser on the bed and puts. I didn't puts check a,
1: inside. I take a torch with me next time. But
0: laser on the bed puts blindfold <laughs> on her, and this is kind of when the fun and the fantasy kind of starts because what Mr. Honeyspoon had communicated with us the night before was that she is, you know, the the deprivation of sight and an unknowing of who is touching her, which cock it is, etc. Really, is something that she quite enjoys, and so got the blindfold out. The whips and other bits and pieces were out on the bed and then we started playing with Mrs. Honeyspoon as she kind of laid back and, and enjoyed it and I'll all let you, three of us all three of us but I'll let you talk a little bit about some of that stuff but one of the things I really enjoyed about the play session is that it was it was extremely sexy absolutely sexy and there was so much fun and we'll get into this, some of this but totally silent one of the fun things that I liked was the fact that we had somehow all the three of us just slipped into this like because we wanted to do this whole deprivation thing let's no one talk right let's go along with the deprivation and let's not talk and let's kind of signal each other and, and you are
1: well known as being somebody who deals with signals well yeah like Explain to the crowd out there when I when I lip mouth things to you, you can't understand them. Right? No, not like you. You just you cannot lip read okay. at all. No, I'm so bad which at is, it.
0: Which is, <laughs> which is hilarious. I'm like what particular- pink pink elephant high jump? What are we talking about? Yeah.
1: So I, perhaps my mouth doesn't work right. That's the other explanation, right? Mm. It could be that. And maybe you're the expert lip reader. Yeah. Maybe you're super superstar at it. my mouth just doesn't move enough. But Yes, we did all go into silent lip reading and also hand, hand gesture gestures mode. like sign language mode. Yeah. Like weird sign language though. Like sign language that nobody in the room truly understands.
0: Well, okay, so here's one of the, the except
1: the sit on her face one. Well, which we all got and you were like, "Nah."
0: There was a moment where Mr. Honeyspoon and I were maneuvering positions and I think you had your cock in Mrs. Honeyspoon's mouth at the time.
1: I did and it was amazing.
0: He came over and we were both like maneuvering from different positions and there was a moment where I was explaining to him to like massage down, the, down her labia, down the side of her clit, like move his fingers in a V-shape down her labia. And he thought I was saying like sit on her face <laughs> because yeah. it's in a, your fingers are in a V. And so there was this moment where I was like no, 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 no like massage down her labia nice and sensual with like the clit in the middle and just like brush up against the clit and really nice. And like, we've got all this beautiful lube. It's fucking lube. Babe. We use the same lube that, that uh, we use. And it was just stuff this like this funny. So I, I really enjoyed the fact that there was super sexy moments in amongst all of this, but there was an element of like fun and not taking yourself or the situation too seriously. I too. think
1: the, the, the funny thing is, for the three of us on the outside of the deprivation circle, we we all had these little chuckle things going on. Mm. But for for Mrs. Honeyspoon, there was there, there was none of that. Like no. she saw none of that. No, she all. didn't see any of that. All so. she, all she had was a penis coming from this way, a vagina coming from this way, yeah. somebody's face in her pussy. I,
0: it would have actually been really funny for her if we'd have put like a fly on the wall camera or something for her to watch later, just to see. Um, I don't know whether that would ruin the experience for her, but just to kind of see that what was happening because, like you said, she didn't get to experience any of that, just the three of us did. And so now I think the yeah. three of us have so kind of got no, this like ours. fun little – It's our thing. It's our
1: thing. Yeah, it's not hers. She just got the, the raging orgasms and yeah. fucking, you know, sexual experience. Yeah. The rest is ours. Yeah. Yeah. We're never going to
0: tell you what happened. So basically we were going down on her we were giving her a yoni massage at was one point was it us
1: though was it us who I mean, knows could it have been people from the street <laughs> just hired hired actors <laughs> in from the street
0: <laughs> And we were also using some of the whips around her neck, putting her hands back behind her head, uh, sucking on her nipples and, and essentially touching her and going down on her. And as I said, yoni only massage and all of this was kind of happening.
1: Three people all at the same time, I might add.
0: But at one point I was signaling, and I don't think this one's a hard one to get, which was I was using both my hands and saying, both get up near her head and put your cocks in her mouth and like force feed her with both cocks kind of thing, you know. And when I did that signal of like moving my hands.
1: We all thought you were dancing.
0: Beside my face like mouth kind of situation, both of you were like, oh, yeah, we get that one. That was an easy one to get.
1: Yeah, we thought you were dancing to start with.
0: What was your favourite part of that play session or anything that stood out?
1: Well, I mean, there were a lot of standout things. Mm. For starters, I got to go down on Miss Honeyspoon and also – there was a lot of kissing and.
0: She's a very good kisser, actually. She is. I really enjoy kissing her. I do her. like her kisses. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was quite stoked because she complimented me on my kissing and I'm like, yeah. How would she know it was you? Well, this was later. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, very good kisser. Very, how do I say this? Like, s- uh, sort of, I'd say sexually engaged, but that's not what I mean. She's like really in the moment, mm. which I quite like. She was very excited about what was happening and ten- her body was tense. The, well, I think the, that's the what happens time. with her with the
0: deprivation as well, right? She can be in the moment. So.
1: Yeah. But so yeah, the, I mean there were many things. The kissing was one, going down, being able to go down on such a beautiful pussy. Um what else? Well, of course I managed to get to actually fuck her, which yeah, was Yeah,
0: you fucked her after he did and he yeah. actually wore a condom especially for this moment too. So I think you guys were fairly close to each other. And I don't know how you guys signaled that. That was an interesting, because I, I was doing something else. But I know at one moment he was he was fucking her. And then there was this really, like, I don't know, like, Grand Prix level pit change that happened. <laughs> in And where he was like, okay, like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking, and thrusting, and thrusting. And then he was going, like, deep in and deep out. And the reason he was doing that was to enable the quick change. Yeah. And so how how did you what happened there was it just like this were your brains molded into one brain and then you just kind of figured it kind out of, or yeah what?
1: so it was so it was quite cool right because um, he sort of shuffled me in from behind whilst <laughs> uh, whilst he was involved in it whilst he was fucking her and then he's like oh. And then he's he sort of gives me a signal like, Okay, you know, I'm gonna go this way, you should go this way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. It was very cool. And it was yeah, it was I
0: think I was kissing her or something at yeah, the yeah, time. You were trying yeah, Trying to keep
1: her occupied, keep yeah. her mind off the cocks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, um, it's been a long time coming, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a long time.
0: Well, you haven't spent as much time with them as no, I no, have. No,
1: absolutely. But I mean, I've always found them both very interesting, intelligent, sexy.
0: Funny as hell. They're so much fun to play with. Yeah. Just hang around with, yeah, yeah, like absolutely. It's, it's so nice.
1: Yeah, it's one of the issues, right? Because <laughs> so yeah, much so fun to fucking. Fun far away. Hang- no, they're so much fun to hang out with. You end up hanging out, drinking, and not fucking. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I have to say, watching her be pleasured by all of this. Oh
1: yeah, it was cool. watching,
0: like you said, her body uh, tightening, writhing, like pushing up, and she's she's very. I wouldn't say vocal in terms of like crazy vocal, but what I mean is that she is. She lets you know both in her body language and in her mannerisms and her moans and stuff. She lets you know whether or not something is pleasing. And that to me is is always great because that's what you kind of want out of a partner, right? But that is really Certainly sexy to watch. Certainly
1: to start when you're still yeah, you have no literally idea. feeling your way around. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was really sexy. Watching, watching like you guys with the hard cocks, I think when you were both doing the – the, 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 feeding, the feeding of the cocks. No, I, when she was sucking your cocks, feeding cock backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, I was actually, and again, like giving her a yoni massage. And there was a moment where, actually, this is really funny, where you guys were up feeding her the cocks and I was giving her a yoni massage and I was um, massaging her clit. I had fingers inside of her and I was doing the come hither moment and everything else. And then at one point, because she was further away from me and there was music playing and there was cocks happening and everything was there. She said something to like that. Please don't stop or don't no. Don't stop. And all was I was no. Don't
1: stop. All I heard was stop. You heard no stop.
0: I heard no stop. And so there was a moment where I had my concentration going, and I looked up, and I was like, I stopped, and I was like, did she just say no stop? And Mister Honeybee was like, No, 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 no. Keep going. She said, No, don't stop. And then I was like, Fuck! I ruined it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> There's was nothing
0: worse than being as a woman. I know this this sensation where you're like. Stay in that exact place, like don't fucking move, and then the other person's like, uh-huh, what? Uh, and then it's like, oh, I want to shoot you in the head. So bad.
1: Yeah, and luckily we managed to pin her down and yeah. stop her from shooting you in the head.
0: <laughs> but the sound of her coming is something that is burned into the back of my memory. That is a, a really sexy thing.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: So we finished up playing. How long do you think we're playing for?
1: Uh, It wasn't that long. I mean, maybe 40 Forty-five minutes, maybe. Oh, you
0: think so? Yeah, it felt longer than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it there was a lot going on. Yeah. maybe it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, but be it was. Uh, it was. It was certainly a lot of fun. A Lot of fun.
0: And then we sat on the bed naked afterwards, waiting for the takeaway sushi to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we sat on the bed naked, just know, talking and hanging still out. Still got to eat, right? Yeah, yeah. Hanging out and sitting on the bed naked. That I mean, those those moments are always fun. So it's always nice to just like sit on the bed afterwards, listening to music and chatting and. You know, after you've just had this really awesome experience together, and just kind of—I don't know—just being normal people. Like, there's nothing. There was nothing taboo. There's not, no one shy about it. There's no one like, oh my god, this just happened. It's just like cool. And then laughing and chatting and listening to music and that sort of stuff. Well, the sushi came.
1: Yeah. FYI. Yeah. Really want to do that again.
0: Yeah. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Checks <laughs> flights to <laughs> Canada.
2: So we went to Montreal. We had a wonderful lunch at a really awesome vegan bar in the gay village.
3: <laughs> went to a bunch of uh, gay sex shops. Which we did. Was fun. Which was pretty Great good. underwear lines. Yep. Got a new cock ring. Got a new cock ring. <laughs> which Daryl showed me how to put on. Yes.
2: Thank you, Daryl. Yeah. And yeah, so I just think, you know, we got to the Airbnb, we were intentional about what our plans were going to be. So we canceled dinner plans, which I thought was quite funny. And we just suggested that we were all going to go back, shower, get naked, see what happens, order in food. And then that evening, we're going to go to the sex club. So um, I didn't
3: think we were going to see what happens. I think we had talked about a fantasy scenario that you were looking for the previous day. so
2: Oh, I wasn't that, part of that conversation, in fact, so why don't you tell us about
3: it? <laughs> I was, I had asked you about it. If you'd you asked me that. about it, but I didn't know what
2: was going on between the three of you. <laughs>
3: well, one of Jess's little kinks is to be blindfolded and play Whose Hands Is It? And so that's a great transition game, especially if everyone's naked um, and someone's blindfolded. So Jess was the um, willing participant, excellent volunteer, excellent participant. Thank you. And after being flogged a little bit in the uh in the living room yep transition to blindfold on and then whose hands whose dick is it
2: (laughs) yeah so from my perspective I leaned over I had lingerie on you started to flog me they were still kind of coming out of the shower doing their thing we had music playing we had amazing lighting you start to flog me and then Daryl came in and he started to flog me and I was like I'm at a four right now. So he emptied up and I really started to get turned on. I was wearing lingerie. So I had peeled off the lingerie. As I was peeling off the lingerie, you placed the blindfold on my eyes and laid me on the bed. So after that point, I on didn't, your back, on my back, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So in terms of, I won't do, you know, I know we do this top three. I won't do the top three, but certainly the highlights for me was just, just not knowing whose hands were on me and everybody was touching me lightly and sensually. And then, you know, a couple of people knew or we had communicated my interest in just a little bit of like kind of like choke play so then I think I believe it was Kate
3: oh don't even guess you have no idea I think it was Kate
2: she had placed the flogger over my neck and was just pressing down and it was so erotic and sexy oh my god I was losing my mind
3: and we were communicating through broken sign language to each (laughs) other of everything we were going to do and It was improv. We hadn't talked about it ahead of time. None of us are qualified in sexual sign language, so that made it difficult. At one point, I thought Kate was going to kind of sit on your face, and really it was just... Massage your clit with a V pattern. So, as you can see, different communications happen differently through the session. <laughs>
2: overall, interpretations of o- the communication. <laughs> overall,
3: it was it was excellently orchestrated because we didn't want to talk and kind of ruin your vibe. We wanted to kind of be silent. but sexy.
2: Yeah. So, from my perspective, it was just I could hear some moans happening. So, I don't know if you were touching her while this was all happening around me, but I could definitely hear some moans, and it was pretty quiet. But I think I came two if not three times. I'll say two times clitorally and then once at the end with whoever was fucking me, which I believe... Well, we'll just pretend I don't know who it was.
3: You didn't, because I put a condom on too, so I you, know know you did not know who it was going to be.
2: Yeah, so your both men were fucking me with a condom, so I had no idea who it was. Um, although I kind of know what your cock feels like, but I'll just, we'll just go with I didn't know who it was. <laughs> but it felt amazing, and I had an amazing orgasm. So all that to say, we just sat around afterwards, and we're listening to music, and then we ordered food, and we were drinking wine, and we were laughing, and then we got dressed up to go to bed. Sushi. So we bought, yeah, we ordered Sushi.
0: Let's talk about the club. So we had this play session and and we did all of this, as I said, as soon as we got to the Airbnb, we showered, we had this play session and it's kind. Of, we did the reverse. Yes,
1: you're correct. We showered.
0: We did the reverse date. We freshened up. <laughs> no, we did the reverse date where you play and then you have the dinner and then you go out. But we were going to a local club. So let's talk about Le Club L in Montreal. Let's talk about that. Okay. So the first thing about this place is that – you do have to register online beforehand, so it's not something that you can just rock up to, right? You have to actually register first and then they um, write back to you or something to that extent. I can't really remember. I, f- I remember Mrs. Honeystein was like, f- sent me a link and said, fill this in, and I went, cool, thanks, and then I can't remember what else was happening <laughs> from there. Um, the price-wise, it was $140 Canadian dollars to get in, so that's about 102 or 100 US dollars, let's call it, to, to get into the club. They have free food. We tried uh, poutine for the first time.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you got that right. Yeah, I've been practicing. You didn't get it you didn't get it right while we were there. no.
0: Later in the evening, like just before we left, we tried poutine um, for the first time. But they do have free food. Poutine's fuck. It was. Well, it was, it was really. It was really good. Well, and we said to the honey spoons, "Is this poutine a representation of a good, a, good a medium one, a bad yeah. one? Like, because you don't know when you try a dish for the first time. But yeah. it was fucking good. It was big. That was too much, though.
1: Yeah, we got four. We should have got two. <laughs> we should have got two
0: fat, <laughs> fat bastards.
1: But we were we were sitting in the club like. Like Russian Mafia. Yeah. We had the best, like the best table overlooking the dance floor. We The four of us. And it was a, a what, what do you call it? I suppose it's like two, two love seats kind of attached. Cause the, in the middle, it's got that, there's a wooden piece. Mm. So I don't know what you call that when it's no, like f- a four seater love seat. Anyway.
0: Let's quickly do a review of the club, and then let's go and talk about the sex we had in the club as well. Because I think, we, if
1: we, I mean, there's a whole lot of things to cover here. Because yeah, there's, there's the heat. gangster move that you got yeah. you ladies pulled on the way back from the there's bathroom. So much to co- as well. Okay,
0: hold on. Let me start at the beginning. So when you first arrive, you go to the check-in desk, and some of the things that I really enjoyed about this club was the check-in staff at the desk will say to you, "Hey, do you know what kind of club this is?" So they're already starting to talk to you, making sure that you're aware of things like consent and stuff. Um, if it's your first time, they also know that. And when it's your first time there, they actually hand you a um, LED candle. candle. An LED yeah. candle.
1: But like a really, like a, a can, like okay. not, a, not a tabletop candle, not like a tea light an like actual, a, yeah. like tall candle, like old that's school got an dinner LED. table, yeah. You know, like thing that goes on a fucking candle candelabra,
0: candelabra. Yeah. So they hand you that as as newbies to the club, and the reason. So then you you walk into the club, and then you are seated at your area, and that's where your candle stays. And the reason they do that is they want to come and take you on a tour. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but it's to identify you as a um, newbie, and I really like that. So after you walk in. To the club, they've got a seating areas downstairs, they've got a bar downstairs, they've got a dance area downstairs and then they've got this mezzanine, which is where they had us. So up a couple of stairs, like five or six stairs, you go up and we had this area where it overlooked the rest of the dance floor. And behind our seats, there were more seats and there was booths and there was another little food area. But it did look like... We were someone because they the way they'd sat us it was like we just overlooked everything and yeah. like the four of us
1: kind of swanned in. And it also helped that I didn't bring my glasses. And when they said what what you know what do you want to drink and I looked down the list of champagnes, of course not realizing that there was an area for white wine and champagne
0: sparkling <laughs> sparkling wine.
1: wine and champagne. And I'm like halfway down, going, "Man, this is not cheap. This is not cheap." I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna have to buy a bottle of." whatever this is. Mm. And then later.
0: Yeah, so you ordered a bottle, I think it was like $130 <laughs> or $150. That was a lot of money. Cuz you came back and you were like you whispered to me like, "Fuck, this this, this the, the drinks, the are, drinks expensive. are expensive. Not,
1: babe. The drinks are not expensive. The,
0: the, the French champagne is is is, is, is correctly <laughs> priced for what it is So anyway." Exactly. So as you can imagine, we've got this massive like white lounge thing with like gold trim around it and a table and looking over the fucking dance floor right the four of us and then all of a sudden comes a massive like champagne holder and the four champagne flutes and this person's like pouring our champagne so yeah it did feel like felt gangster it felt fucking gangster and i kind of liked that and it's also one of the ways that if you're going into a club like that shit gets you noticed like people around you are like who the fuck are these people
1: yeah. Uh, FYI, nobody. Nobody.
0: <laughs> we just, you know, what? It was a combination of like there was four of us, and that's where they sat us, and then Daryl not bringing his old man glasses and can't read shit. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but interesting. So the club is. Uh, so first impressions when I walk through the door. Yeah, through let's do the, that. Through from the outside. So there's like a curtain, right? A curtain or a, a door? An actual, was an actual door, door yeah. An act- it's an actual door. Sorry, I can't remember. So when when we walked through that, my first impressions was wow, mm. like it, it's really, it's really tastefully, it's very decorated, nice. Right? It, it is very it's quite sexy. sparsely decorated, yes. yep. which is kind of well, certainly my style, which I now inflict on you.
0: Well, I mean, I understand what you're saying there. Like, I wouldn't say sparsely. I would say it wasn't cluttered because when you say sparse, people think there's nowhere to sit and there wasn't actually. There was ample. Plenty of
1: places to sit, stand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, high tech. There was high tables. There was low, f- low actual dining room tables. Then at the back, there was those um,
1: couches
0: and the booth. Yeah, there's the some booths as well. Three or four booths behind us. So there was ample places.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of bars as well. So there's a bar downstairs, bar upstairs, ups, bar upstairs yeah, on the mezzanine. Area. On the mezzanine, yeah. So and food as well. Of high course.
0: ceilings. I think that's what you mean. You were like a high, high ce- really well laid out, a nice space. It wasn't cluttered.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't compressed. It was. It was exactly what I. What I like as a like as a house, my you know, mm. I, I kind of like the fact that we've got reasonably high ceilings. We've also yeah. got not a lot of stuff laying around. You know, it's very well well organized, but well and also well put together. Like the it felt it actually felt like a, a French a nice French bar. It did actually. That's what it felt like to me.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the one of the things when we go to clubs. When you get this first impression and you walk in and the lighting is on, par- like on point, the lighting in there was on point. It wasn't too bright, it wasn't too dark. The music was also was on point. It was yep. not only the music that fit the genre of the club, but actually, it also the, wasn't.
1: Do you remember the DJ was fucking awesome? That's what I was going to say. We actually complimented the DJ really on yeah. the way out. He was really good. Yeah, from start to finish. Start the to whole finish. time we were there, he was just. Just racking things together that really kept the vibe yeah. high and people moving and interested and excited, and it was the music adds a lot it, to can, the environment, no, or it, it can take away yeah. a lot.
0: To me, the, the music in a music and a music in an environment like that can make or break a lot of your experience. Absolutely, because music drives the mood of of the venue and drives the mood of the, the patrons. Right, and so when we first got there, he was playing very sensual French, like the the, the music that he was playing was sexy in my mind and it just was it really fit with the atmosphere and then having all of these but like it kept
1: graduating as it well. did graduate like it got to it, it, it went from from what you're describing all the way through to Something reasonably with a more bass. strong bass yep. by the end of it yep. yeah yeah so, but, but the again, whole time we could talk to each other we didn't yes. have to yell at each other mm-hmm. so don't get me wrong our voices were elevated we had to we had to speak up yeah so it was loud enough to be loud enough to be cool but Quiet enough that you could actually hold a conversation if you needed to, which was good. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we walked in um, and after seeing the place, I think you guys were taken up to the table. I went straight to the bar to get the drinks. Yeah. Or a, a <laughs> bottle of – I will take a bottle of premium champagne. I'll take a Thank bottle you. of
0: your finest champagne. So – No champagne up uh, in here.
1: No. So we uh, – so we, yeah, we, we – after that, I came back up, uh, and um, we were sitting, just kind of checking out the room for a while, right? Because mm. they had they had a I don't even know what you'd call that. They had a pommel, they had a horse.
0: So it was actually it was a BDSM kink night. It was, and so they bought some of the the equipment downstairs on on the dance floor. But looking around too, one of the things that really added to the ambience for me was the the candles. So the reason they had the candles, as I said before, is so they can identify the newbies. And the reason they want to do that is because every single person that comes to the club for the first time must go on a tour, must go on a tour of the playrooms. The playrooms are all up on the next level.
1: Which also includes instruction on how – to and not to engage with other people.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they came along and they said, hey, we're going to do these tours. Like the French tour starts in 10 minutes and then the English one starts in 30 minutes. And we were like, English, please. So they come and they come and collect you and then they take you up on the tour. So the playrooms are up on the next level. I really enjoyed the fact that the stairs lead into a vulva. So actually overlooking the frame of the top of the stairs is actually uh, yeah, labia. Yeah, I She
1: touched the clitoris like cl- three or four times. Clitoris,
0: I loved that. I thought that was really playful and cool. We get up into the first section and immediately the staff member starts talking to us about consent, about the type of club this is, about when the playrooms operate, how they operate, rules on the doors being closed. She took us on a full walkthrough. Yep. So we saw the, the playrooms there with doors that can close for private play. She said don't lock them. If you do – We'll come and unlock it and we'll actually remove you. Um, She took us into different areas. She showed us where all the the cleaning wipes and lube and condoms, and she took us basically through everything. So they've got multiple playrooms. They've got an orgy and a group room. It's like a boardroom thing. She
1: also kept it pretty light and playful as well, though. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it was instructional. Yeah. Absolutely. But it was at least a lighter version of instructional. So it didn't certainly you know for people who are there first time round it wouldn't make you feel that you uh, you could get thrown out at the the you know the smallest
0: yeah thing well it's, I think so as because it was BdSM and King Knight and I don't know whether this is her usual style um, whether this is just her always but she was definitely dressed in more of a, a dominatrix domineering kind of um, outfit right and so she was playing yeah. to that and so when she was like, saying these things about the rules here or consent and, you know, she was keeping it playful and she was saying like, you know, like don't make me come and like spank you and this sort of stuff. So yep. you're right. She was keeping it educational and instructional but not like just sterile. Yeah,
1: not sterile, which was good. Yeah. I, quite, I, I thought that was a good way to go. Yeah.
0: So they had some BDSM equipment upstairs. They'd also taken some downstairs to the dance floor for later because of the type of event it was. And each room had its own towel, basin, wipes, condoms, super well stocked. So overall – Lots I, of stuff. Yeah. The average uh, – what would you say about the average age and body shape of this club in compare? Like what, what would you say?
1: Uh, I think – so I think it was a reasonably similar age group to what we normally see in, in the US. European clubs? Not in European clubs, no. You
0: you really think it was slightly
1: it, – it, Well, it's standard US sort of age, age. Okay. North American, I would say, age group. So okay. f- sort of from – uh, thir- uh, you know, middle late, middle middle thirties through to middle fifties. Okay, I think somewhere between there and there.
0: I must have been wearing rose-colored glasses because I likened the demographic of people there to what we see in European clubs, not U.S. clubs.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, so I in would've... my
0: experience, I was saying that the average age of a person was probably younger than what we maybe see in U.S. clubs, more like what we see in French and European clubs. Um, and I also thought that the the way people dressed. As well, I thought that people really seemed to put in a lot of effort into their attire, um, more so than some of the other countries that we've been in around the world as well. So that was nice to see. I thought people had gone to a lot of effort. So I actually found the demographic to be uh, young, uh, slightly younger.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't have – yeah. I mean, it wasn't chalk and cheese, though. I don't yeah. think it was a, such a big difference.
0: Hmm, okay. Maybe those rose-coloured glasses, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, you did just get, you know – yeah, a, a beautiful young lady coming on your fingers, face, and yeah. husband's cock. Yeah, a few hours before. So, so your glasses may have been a little rosier, little than rose colored. Yeah.
0: So there was a move that I pulled. Uh, I did two moves in this club. One of them was that we were talking, and I turned around, and Daryl was to my left, and Mrs. Honeyspoon was to, directly to my right, and then Mr. Honeyspoon was next to Mrs. I like
1: that we changed where we sat throughout the night. That like was good too. We just because it was a because all four seats well. The, the whole chair is pointing one direction, right? Yeah. So we just kind of we moved, around. moved around between each other all night, mm. which was cool. I like the fact that we were all comfortable enough yeah, to do that. To do
0: that, yeah. That was nice as well. Yep. But there was a moment where I, I was kissing you. I then turned to my right, kissed Mrs. Honeyspoon, and then I leaned over the top of Mrs. Honeyspoon and pulled Mr. Honeyspoon into me and then kissed him and then went back and kissed Mrs. Honeyspoon again. And I was like, pro move. <laughs> yes. Give myself a little fucking high five.
1: <laughs> I think it was a pro move.
0: And then there was a moment where I decided it was time to get into lingerie. Now, this, again, is something that you, in a lot of European clubs, there is a time when you have to get into lingerie. You've, that's the club rules. This club didn't have that, but I just decided that I wanted to get into my lingerie and I was thinking, let's go do that. So I turned to Mrs. Honeyspin I'm like, hey, I, I'm going to get in my lingerie. Do you want to get in yours? And she was like, I don't think we can do that. Can you go check with the management? So I did. And they were like, yeah, go for it. We don't care, and then so we went down and we got changed into our lingerie, and the little kinky minx that Mrs. Honeyspoon was is that on the way back when we're walking, there was a direct path, and then there was a walk around the entire dance floor path.
1: Yeah, looks sexy to the whole room.
0: Path. So, what, so you and Mr. Honeyspoon were sitting up on your mezzanine in your golden white and gold throne, drinking our uh,
1: champagne, drinking like champagne, gangsters. Uh,
0: what? Can you explain, like, when you saw us come out, like, what were you? Well, f- we
1: didn't see you come out because you, because the, the when you walked from the from the bath or the change area around around the back of the the, uh, the dance floor, we couldn't see you back there, right? So it's only when you got when you came because we were sitting basically right in front of the dance floor, right beside the DJ, mm. and you both come came strutting out, yeah, onto the dance floor, which was. Also had other things on it, like other people and stuff. But you, these two—the only two ladies in lingerie on the ground floor—yeah, strutting your way across the dance floor, holding hands, heading mm-hmm. up to our chair. I, I mean, it was—it was funny. We, I actually leaned over and said, "Yeah, um, look at these two sluts." <laughs> <laughs> it was a slutty move. It was a glorious, glorious slutty move. Well, I think
0: one of Mister Honeyspoon's kinks as well is watching other people watch, watch his wife. And he really enjoys seeing other people just I- impressed by her. And I, th-
1: inf- I don't, I don't think he'd ever have any problem no, with so, finding people.
0: So I imagine for him, that was also quite a delightful experience. Oh,
1: it was sexy as fuck for me as well. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. I I quite, I mean, it, <laughs> we play with single guys for a reason. Yeah. I quite enjoy you being watched and touched. And yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, it was very sexy and a, Total baller move. I really liked Just it.
0: Just keeping the gangster yeah, 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 kind of theme it, going. Absolutely.
1: Like it, it, actually, what it felt like for me was that I was I was the gangster, and <laughs> my two the two hookers or <laughs> sex workers I had for the slutty evening, slutty whores that slutty you, slutty <laughs> that I, young slutty whores sexy walking across <laughs> the dance floor to come up and dance around me because you know they almost have to because yeah. otherwise they'll get shot in the face or something.
0: Speaking of dancing, before we we did actually move up and we had some playtime and I want to talk about that in a second, but you and Mrs. Honeyspoon actually went and had a bit of a dance together because you are both dancers in previous lives. Yeah. And that was kind of fun to watch you guys just enjoying and having a bit of a fun time together. Mr. Honeyspoon and I sat back again on our throne watching. Um, That was quite cool as well. I enjoyed that. She's a better dancer than me. I haven't been. She is a better dancer than you. Fuck off. (laughs) What? Dick move, man. I I just call it how I see it, man. Yeah. All right, let's talk about playtime.
1: No, not yet. I st- So before we get to that, we have to say, so there were a few things. The So we met the manager of the business yes. as we came in. She the was, owner. We met the manager of the business oh, as yeah. we came in. She yep. was lovely. Mm-hmm. And then she introduced us to the owner as mm-hmm. well because somehow they got word of the podcast. Uh, I think it was the email you sent or something. But that's not why we were seated where we were seated because they didn't realize who we were until we arrived. Yeah. But anyway, uh, who we were. Um, you get what I mean. They didn't realise that we'd had a podcast. But it was really nice. So she came up and said hello and sort of gave us a bit of history on the on the place. And they struggled through. So they launched the club just, just before, before COVID. Just before COVID. Fuck. Worst time ever to launch. But uh, they... I think the place looks amazing and I'm sure they'll do really well. I mean yeah. it was – on that night, BDSM night, it was still quite full yeah, as well. So she came over and, and typically spent a time. I, Typically when we've gone to BDSM nights, they're a little less full yeah. than, than like swinger nights.
0: Yeah, yeah, unless it's like a BDSM focus club. But it, she did come and just- – spend some time with us and speak to us for quite a while and and just spoke about yeah like you said their history and everything else and that was really cool to see as well also
1: just going to throw it out there both of the both both of those ladies are hot as balls just therefore. yeah they're both very attractive yes
0: it? yeah
2: and then we decided to go to the sex club which is club l in montreal and i don't know what did you think of the club
3: it was amazing best sex club we've ever been to i mean we haven't been to a lot maybe mm-hmm. five that was our fifth or sixth fifth maybe mm-hmm. um it was great. It's best, best, best one ever. I'd, I'd go back to it for sure.
2: So what were your highlights? What, what made it the best one ever for you? Um,
3: I mean, it checked uh, it all the boxes. It was clean, um, well-managed, well-run, great rules, good talk about consent from the staff before you get in, amazing tour. We met the owner who kind of walked through the story of the club. Um, patrons were all sexy, well-dressed people and polite. Um, no one kind of came into your space if you wanted to talk to people you could Um, a very free environment Mm -hmm. Um, and then the fact that it was almost one of the things I mean uh, I hate to say it but I mean one of the things I love about these uh, like keto and Desire and that is that you know, you can have food after your exhaustive right? s- you know, sex escapade <laughs> yeah. and f- food's included and it's excellent. Like gourmet food is included. well mm-hmm. um, gourmet poutine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is included um, in the price of your ticket. So it, and we had friends that had been there. So it, it really ticked all the boxes. But I won't go into the, you can go into the playroom piece in, in, in more detail. But um, overall, it was like one of those clubs that you just, you're always looking for.
2: Yeah. So I would agree with everything that you said, especially the the fact that the Patreons, like this would be a big differentiator for me. And I know this is a result of it being Montreal, Quebec, beautiful people, all of that. Um, but yeah, I found that the, the and, and it's, it's a little hefty on the price tag to get in. So I think it kind of weeds out. You know, the not so quality people. Oupée but pour la qualité. Say so. So, um, all that to say, uh, just a couple of highlights for me before we went to the playroom. Um, I saw a whole other side of Kate that I hadn't seen before. I don't know if you felt this way or not, but all of a sudden
3: it was you, like. Wait, you didn't say Daryl bought us an awesome bottle of champagne? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thank Darryl. you, Daryl. Um, I think he meant to buy sparkling wine, but accidentally bought the more expensive one. You know what? The fact that he paid for it, who gives a shit, right? Yeah, so. and none of us
3: had glasses except for Kate anyway, right, so, so. it's like, like, like <laughs> what do we order here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, bl- we'll blame old age. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so at one point she... we're also sitting there we're listening to music we're kind of dancing a little bit we're touching each other a little bit and she just leaned over do you remember this time when she just leaned over and she looked at you and she grabbed you by the chin and she pulled you in and she started making out with you and then she looked at me and she did the exact same thing and just i was like who is this fucking that's
3: hot (laughs) So,
2: so that was pretty sexy um and then But 30 minutes after that she said you know what I think we should get changed into our lingerie now keep in mind the entire lower level doesn't have anyone wearing lingerie so the fact that she had suggested this I went into risk adverse mode and I was like well maybe we should ask the owner if that's allowed (laughs) so she went and asked and they were like yep I think the patrons would be or the patrons would be quite happy if you changed into your lingerie so Kate and I went to the bathroom it's a unisex bathroom we changed we came out and were walking out and I said you know what let's take the long way around the dance floor and walk through the middle of the dance floor with just our lingerie on and the two of us holding hands and walk through the middle of the crowd like bosses because we were wearing our heels and our lingerie and everybody else was clothed around us and it was such a, it felt like a such a sexy scene I don't know from your perspective when you were watching that
3: uh, Daryl and I were playing rock paper scissors so I we missed it um oh. but, <laughs> I'm joking it was hot it was just I mean, it's that hot thing that both, I think Daryl and I both like is watching, you know, men and women kind of, you know, look towards our significant others and, you know, in uh, appreciation and, you know, sexiness and stuff like that. Mm So yeah, it was, uh, it was fun to watch all the heads turn and it certainly um, created a movement up to the (laughs) playroom, which which we noticed that (laughs) if we didn't get up there soon, we're not going to get a room. Right. So, so.
0: So playtime. So we head upstairs. We decided, okay, let's. We better get upstairs. I think this was maybe eleven p.m. roughly, because we thought if we don't get up there now, well, there was a
1: whole lot of people disappearing from the dance. Yeah, floor. we were like, the, we're the, not going to get somewhere was, to play. Yeah. So and and lucky we did. We snagged there was only one room. Yeah, left. We snagged
0: the last room with a private door, but
1: it also only had a small,
0: small little window to look small in. Small window, which, which was. I think Mr. Honeyspin would have preferred a slightly larger window for people to peek into.
1: I, I'm, I mean, I'm fairly happy to have other people watch me fuck two gorgeous yeah. ladies as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I know the Honeyspins actually covered some of this playtime in their recap. So, we probably won't go into, like, super amounts of detail because I want to hear from them and what they think. But we snagged a room upstairs. We did play for quite a while, various positions. Um, D and Mrs. Honeyspoon, again, fucking. We also watched Mr. Honeyspoon fuck Mrs. Honeyspoon. Which was sexy. Holy shit, that was sexy. Yeah. Like, I – that was so sexy. Yeah. A highlight for me as well was the three-person pile that we'd managed to get ourselves into. There so was
1: actually four people involved in I'm
0: getting there. So, I was on my back and on the, on the bottom – and then Mrs. Honeyspoon was over the top of me kissing me and touching my pussy, et cetera. And then Mr. Honeyspoon came from behind and started fucking Mrs. Honeyspoon. And so then what I so did- So
1: she, she was in dog position over the yeah, top Yeah, over the you. top.
0: And so then I wrapped my legs around the other two of them, so yep. all the way around Mr. Honeyspoon. But then he actually put my legs over the top of Mrs. Honeyspoon's back and crossed them over and was using my legs-
1: As leverage. As
0: leverage um, down as well. So that was what was happening. You were kind of- You'd just been finished- Fucking and so I think you were sitting there and then you grabbed the vibrator mm-hmm. and you came in underneath Mr and Mrs Honeyspoon and then you put the vibrator on my clit and yes. then gave me an orgasm whilst I was watching Mr mm. Honeyspoon fuck Mrs Honeyspoon. I was kissing and her. her, having an orgasm. And but then this is the best part of it. I looked to my left, which was where all the mirrors were, and I watched. This whole scene unfolding and then you had the vibrator on my clit and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then I came all over the place. I did like the option to clean up. So they did have the basin and wipes and so many towelettes and stuff in the room that because we were maneuvering around different positions so much. And then we were also at one point I was using my toy and Mrs. Honeyspoon was using her toy. And because we were doing all of these things with…
1: Multiple pussies, multiple penises. (laughs) You had the ability to clean them as well.
0: Yeah. And so all of us, every time we'd like take a break from a position or whatever, all of us would get up and freshen up. (laughs) And that was really… I I really appreciated the fact that that club had that option because in Australia, a lot of the clubs that… or OSS that we always used to go to had that in every room and then we didn't see that in a lot of other clubs mm. around the world and so that for me was uh fantastic any anything else that you want to do before we do the recap of the from the honey spoons because i want to share that here
1: yeah i mean look I, i'm sure this the the re, well, the recap's sexy af but i have to say it was a, it was a lot of fun it yeah. was really sexy it was a sexy environment the 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 couple that we we're playing with Mr. and Mrs. Honey Spoon. are just fucking adorable in many ways, and also sexy as fuck. So, yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a whole lot of fun.
0: Watching them fuck was definitely a highlight as well. Both of them have very sexy bodies, so that's just a real big turn on. And yeah, at one point, I was whispering to Mr. Honeyspoon like about the, when he was fucking Mrs. Honeyspoon too about the people that were watching. Yeah, because he kind of likes that element of it as well. So I was getting involved there with like, oh, this is happening. There was like, a the lot watching. of
1: sexy talk going on in the room actually. I think there was um, – I think all of us were engaged in a lot of yeah, slutty words. and
0: Definite fun, sexy time. Both the kink side of it at the Airbnb but then later playing all four of us intermingled in that room was a really, really fun and sexy time.
1: Agreed. <laughs> To,
3: just to give a little tidbit on what the uh, the layout is in the playrooms, um, I don't know. There's probably 12 playrooms upstairs. Doors can be closed open. There's different beds and boardrooms for orgies and things like that. Really great setup. But once it fills up, uh, you know, people are you know on couches and chairs in the hallways doing it. So we kind of wanted to have our own time. So we got upstairs and um, there was one playroom left and we jumped into it. Uh, Kate and I stayed there. You got you and Daryl went down the hallway to see if there were any other ones available. There weren't. Came back in, we closed the door, but there was a window, which was really sexy. And closed door means that, you know, people can watch through the window, but they can't come in. Mm-hmm. And... I think we transitioned pretty quick at that point. Yeah, it yeah. happened fast. <laughs> yes, a L- lot of pent up sexual energy at that point. Yes. Yeah, so I think from this afternoon and from the yes. you know, previous days, you know, here in Ottawa and in two and a half
2: years, Vito, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. So yeah, so lots of play. We you know played with each other. They played like there was some parallel play at the beginning, and then we swapped a little bit. Um, I finally got some a little bit of time with Kate. Not as much as I had wanted to, but we'll. Same here.
3: It was amazing. To to be
2: continued, hopefully.
3: It's always to be continued. But yeah, it's nice to spend uh, some -hmm. quality time with people that um, you're really into.
2: Yeah. So highlights in that playroom and that player for me just quickly would be... um, Am I the only one that thinks that Kate's sounds are like the hottest sounds? Yeah. Actually, Daryl has really hot sounds too, though. When he's about to come, it's pretty sexy. So for me, just hearing that side of them was really sexy. really got me going. Um, Seeing their dynamic together when they fuck. So she talks dirty to him and she's fucking him and he just loves it. So I thought that was really sexy. Yeah, it's nice to
3: find other dirty talkers Mm because you and I are dirty talkers. Um, When we're not at home with children around, they have to be super silent. But um, yeah, dirty talking is a huge turn for us. Uh, Some people find it really uncomfortable. Um, so find other couples like to do it it's really sexy it, it really adds to the dynamic and you know playing scenarios and then tell and then explain to the people who couldn't see you know how many people are watching the window at some point there mm-hmm. was two unicorns in the window watching us and tapping on the window to get in um, <laughs> and that's so why I was thinking about oh my god imagine if we let them in and like it was a big pile and then at another point there's there was two other couples staring in the window uh, when we were doing some other position and I couldn't see them because my back was turned but Kate was explaining who was watching and Yeah, she's very good at using her words. Pretty hot scenario. Um,
2: And then uh, the other highlight for me was when we were, so at one point I was on top of Kate and I was just sort of, you know, kind of scissoring her just a little bit, kissing her. We were getting, you know, hot and heavy. You got really turned on and you came up behind me as I was on top of her and you started to fuck me. So it was her on the bottom, me in the middle and you fucking me on top. And she was just kind of moving with us. And we looked over to the right and there was a lateral mirror across the wall where we could see everything happening. And we could also see the reflection of people looking in through the mi- yeah. through the window. And I think Daryl at that point had just finished coming. So he was just in the corner watching and it was just yeah, such Her incredible. legs were wrapped
3: around you. Oh, God, it I so had sexy. her feet in my hands, which I love. <laughs> and I was like massaging her feet while I was fucking you. And you were grinding against her pussy, so oh it was God, like it was so <laughs> hot.
2: So yeah, so um, that was awesome. And then we got dressed, and then we went downstairs. No, then we had
3: a then we had a group masturbation session where everyone was just jerking oh, that's off. That's right, we did that too. <laughs> Shit, why not? Yes,
2: that's right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's and I hadn't right. come yet, so I was like in a mission to come, and I'm like, I put way <laughs> too much pressure on myself, and I'm like, it's not going to happen tonight. Or, It'll happen later <laughs> It'll when happen.
2: Later we get home. It'll happen later get home. it up. certainly
3: did. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's right. I forgot that her and I laid down on our backs and both had our vibrators, and mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot about that. Oh gosh, that was hot too. Um, okay, this went longer than I expected, so. Wait,
3: and then we left the room. We oh got dressed, yes. Sink in a beautiful layout. I mean, these there, there was a bed, one large bed, I'd say a double in the room, with another single bed. So one person could always take That's a break right. or whatever it was, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Or you could add a fifth person or a sixth, cup another couple in there. It'd probably work. Um, but there was wipes. Uh, um, I don't know if there's a there m- mouthwash, but there's lube condoms yeah. and a sink in the yes. room, so you clean yourself off. So we got fully dressed, walked into the room into a scene of debauchery. It was right out of, I don't know. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Pretty much. Except
2: and, they were unmasked. But yes. yeah. <laughs> like I, I would say
3: dozen hot couples all fucking on the chairs and the couches. Um, partially clothed, which par- is probably so what I yeah, probably we got were you. Coming. Yeah. And then as soon as we opened the door, kind of everyone kind of looked towards us, you know, because they'd been watching the show. And so you kind of, you know give a bow curtsy <laughs> curtsy <I kurtzied. laughs> yeah. um and then we went downstairs and ordered french fries
2: <laughs> gravy and poutine. Poutine.
3: <laughs> no but i mean just i mean even even if we had just if i'd gone back to that that club yeah and you and i just played on the couch it would have been a hot seat right? 100 yeah yeah
2: anyway so all that to say um wonderful evening we went back together to the airbnb we went to bed we woke uh, up the next.
3: No, you finished me off. I did finish you off finally. Uh, momentous come.
2: Yes, My God. it was time.
3: I've been waiting for. Quite a while it was. Of it was good.
0: I've been playing all of the Honeyspoons audio throughout this entire podcast, so I cut it all up and wanted to share different snippets with yeah, you guys. That, like that was a big piece. But thanks so much for sending that through, guys. And it's great to hear you guys recap it as well. And doing so inside the hot tub was quite a nice little. Yeah. Fun thing. I plan to use it for masturbatory sessions in future. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and
1: my imagination. Although my imagination, every time I close my eyes and do it, it gets kinkier.
0: There's a question. So, Real quick question. honest, Honest truth. How many times have you masturbated since this play session to the thought of the play session?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I masturbate a lot. So,
0: yeah, but uh, using that as masturbatory, yeah, no, I mean,
1: a lot, that's what I'm saying, a lot. So, how many know. times have you done it?
0: I don't know. It's, it's I reckon it, I've probably masturbated to the thought of this session, maybe three times since then.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mine's a lot more than that. But how many? I'm probably got a zero behind your three.
0: Fucking Jesus.
1: <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or a one in front of it. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's more than three. It's more than three. A lot more than three.
0: Yeah. So it definitely gave us a lot of masturbatory fodder.
1: Fuck yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Hey, we got a new review. Are you ready? We're back to the review. We are. Uh, This is from Sam in Great Britain, actually. So this says, brilliant podcast, five stars. I've been listening for a couple of years now and absolutely love the podcast. It's the perfect balance of fun, sexy, informative, and entertaining. C&D are awesome people. Thank you very much. And always a pleasure to listen to. Really appreciate what you guys do. Thank you so much, Sam, from Great Britain. Thank you for leaving us that excellent review. We really appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to think. I think the Australianism for Sam, it'd probably be Sammy.
0: Sammy. Guy or Sammo.
1: Sammo, Sammo for a guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: Sammy for a girl. Sammy
1: for a girl, yeah. Yeah, yep. So thank you, Sammo slash Sammy. Sammy, <laughs> thanks depending, for that. <laughs> depending on how you identify.
0: Yeah, so that was episode 157, guys, BDSM Foursome and Le Club L in Montreal review. I will put the, sh- the links in the show notes for that club if you want to check it out on their website or on socials.
2: And then we went to bed. Mm-hmm. And then we woke up and had a nice little espresso latte cappuccino or something or other at well, a little cafe.
3: They drank our yeah, cappuccinos and we drank their lattes. Oh, well,
2: this one thing we know about them now is that what? they're
3: thieves and liars. But other And than they that, like swapping coffees too. Yeah, they do. Partners. It's weird. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um so And then we had eighteen minutes to get to the airport. Eighteen minutes to get to the airport. And we got them to the, got airport. them to the airport, put them on a plane, and <sighs>
3: I'm missing them. I know. Then we drove back and had to deal with family and- All the uh, real stuff. All the real stuff again. Yeah.
2: So anyway, um, all that to say, we had a wonderful time with them. Um, Kate and Daryl. We absolutely enjoyed all of it, any of it. And we can't wait to see you again. We miss you guys already. Lots of love from Ottawa.
3: Are we under two
0: minutes? Uh, No. what's coming up next we're going to be doing a review of our week at hedonism resort in jamaica and we're also going to do a review of the single male night that we went to at oasis aqua lounge in toronto so that's our next two episodes but until then thanks so much for listening
1: we met some cool people there too. we did yes yep. yes
0: we'll see you guys next time
1: we will bye